Oh, I feel like we kind of deserve a chance to let loose a little bit. It's been two years of like pretty much nonstop concentrated tep work. Yeah, we've been very diligent on that front. When it's your whole life, like when your passion is also your work, it's like it's hard to be like, oh, I still have to take a break. It's like when Steve Jobs finally got a chance to go home and pull out his Beanie Babies. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about his Bee Baby collection. His Bee Daddy collection. I always think of them as Beanie Daddies. Me too. That beautiful blank look they had. That beautiful blank floppy look and the way they kind of stare at you simultaneously saying, I'm fine with this and why? And the way that everyone was so interested in them and then immediately they became worthless. Shout out our lives. Yeah, and the fact that there's so many different types, you know, Spice Dad, Melange. Oh my gosh, Bachelor Dad. Tactical Dad. And like I, you know, personally believe in the afterlife, some people collect dads. In heaven. Yeah, I I, I do like to think, like when you D... You get up there and the God, God or gods, I don't know. I didn't get to the end of the of the B, the Bible. But whoever's up there, they welcome you and they say, oh, you're finally D. And But then there's a big fight probably breaks out over like, oh, I need a Tim. I yeah. need a Tim. My yeah. collection's almost complete. And someone's like, I need a Tim. My last Tim got ruined. Oh, I have a Darby. Oh, my gosh. This is a limited edition, Dennis. Oh, wait a minute. Doesn't come with, he didn't come with the vinyl. Dennis. Anyone need a spice, Dad? Oh, uh, yeah, I've got one. But this one looks kind of nice. Yeah, but, you know, I've got a few. But he looks really, he looks really great. Don't you want him? No. In the bin. Yeah, I mean, and then probably, I actually, you know, I, I, I didn't want to go here with this episode, but, like, I do think that one thing that would reconcile Christianity with Buddhism... Let's do it. ...would be that the dads who nobody needs in their collection, they're the ones who get reincarnated. Well, Buddha was a dad. Oh my gosh, sitting under that tree? He did nothing. He didn't I do mean, anything. just constantly on his iPhone. If there had been an iPhone, I mean... On his mind phone. People are like, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? And he's just like, I'm, d- I'm taking a GD minute under this Bodhi tree, yo. And back then, people respected fathers. And so they were like, wow, this guy... I get it. You're taking a GD minute like to attain Nirvana. What is Nirvana? And he just said, a GD minute. And ultimate dad bod. Absolutely. You know, I'm not afraid to say it. Jesus was a son. Yeah, it's big of you to say that. And that's not like, you know, he is deep down. He was, I mean, you know. He has big son energy. You know, he's like, hey, you thought this rock was here? I rolled it back. You're like, I I just put the rock there. You know, he comes into the temple and the money changers and everyone's just trying to have a GD minute. And he comes in and knocks everything over. All I'm saying is if SoundCloud had existed 2,000 years ago, Jesus would have been on it. He would have been throwing down a lot of like really disrespectful, really controversial bars at like the Pharisees and whoever it was, you know, the Romans. But off in the other corner over in India, there would just be under the Bodhi tree, Buddha just like laid back, playing a strat. He's got his friends there, leave on home. I think all the band. Well, the band. We haven't we haven't really gotten into this before, but the band is is the dad band. I mean, I'm sorry. No, the band is the dad band. Dads. They're all dads. You telling me that Garth Hudson could have been allowed in any other band? Yeah, which makes Bob Dylan the ultimate son. Oh my gosh, this is really yeah. interesting. Really quick, I can't help but think. Obviously, Sarah is the princess die bear, and Bronson is the lobster. Yeah. I guess Stefan would be. What's the hottest one? Like What's the really a chiseled hot? one. The parrot. Dennis is a, the, the Millennium Bear that, that seemed like it was worth a lot, but it wasn't worth anything. They made too many of them. Yeah. And I guess I'd, I'd be, what, the worm? That'll do. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, everybody! Hey, that's it. 
two years. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Two year alert. You know what? You know what? Trash that old theme song. I am gonna drop in some absolutely beautiful fatherly music here to welcome your two hosts as they emerge from out of the legs of the statued Grammy Academy Awards.com, walking down the red carpet. It is none other than Tim and Ted! What are you gonna play here? I think the I Love Lucy theme song. Okay. Walking perfectly in tandem with my best friend Ted and co-host, me, Tep Tim, in my beautiful, stunning, bejazzled blazer. And like a rhinestone dad boy, I glitter and flitter on the arm of my illustrious co-host Tim and husband as I also bejazzle my way down past the Chinese theatre to the waiting cameras click 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 oh no oh, not going to answer no, that no. that's salacious <laughs> excuse me it, but yes thank you it has been two be years great. yes thank uh-huh. you no, yeah, we're looking forward to it hopefully uh, see gonna, it at the premiere I, I can tell you this we're going to talk you on but that's it back. I can't say too much Rumors. oh my gosh Tiny Cruz oh come here gosh. get in my hand oh I ate him I swallowed him how's he going to get out alrighty well thanks for your time everyone thank you everyone thank you thank you two thank years you. who'd have thought Woo! two years okay quiet down quiet down quiet down no, quiet, no, 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 quiet no, everyone no pictures. thanks no up shirts please welcome everybody wow. to the two year anniversary celebration event of tep talk the podcast ted how are you doing tonight i'm doing absolutely spandiferously great my fellow co-host tim I'm so excited because we have reached a milestone. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. right. Two years of Tep Talk in real time. They said we couldn't do it. Well, they said we shouldn't do it. They said they they definitely said said to stop. And we did it anyway. And we did it anyway. And, And I just want to say, not only did we do it, but shout out. Unlike my marriage two years in, we are going better than ever. Better than ever. Stronger than ever. Harder, faster, stronger, faster, harder. Zip it, unlock it, zip, unlock it. And remove it. Shout out. Dad punk. And oh my gosh, do we have a beautiful show for you today. It is going to be, I'm not afraid to say, we're going to uh, unzip our jackets and let ourselves, I want to say bask. I'm going to say bask. The glory. In our glory, in our achievements, we're going to be paying tribute to ourselves and to all the incredible things we've accomplished in the last two years. Yeah. Ted, I got a quick question for you, uh, just to kick things off. What is your favorite pep talk moment been in the last two years? Oh, we've had so many beautiful moments. I mean, a few spring to mind. The 360 musical theater experience was one. Your illustrious oh, uh, wedding <laughs> to your cousin or to your ex-wife well, or to me almost, even, really. Yeah. Um, I loved when the new iPhone came out each time. I loved Rumble at the Best Buy. Oh, when we kicked Randy's A. Oh, when we were in that gutter. And then Harrison found Sad us. Dad Bridge oh, remember Boys. when the uh, remember when the laptop fell into your bag <laughs> yeah, from the plane? Yeah, that was wild. And you told me that that's what happened. I remember. Remember that, that? that is what happened. Gosh, what are yeah. what are the odds? Crazy odds. Oh my gosh, I know my favorite. When I called Randy's house and Mrs. Ramirez picked up and she didn't recognize my voice and she said, "Randy." Yeah. So that's a great little looking back. Um, Ted, you sound you sound frankly a little bit different. Are you? Did you get moved into another bunk room? Yes, I'm in. I'm in a. I had. I got shifted away from uh, DJ Anus. We had a little. Mm, shout I guess out you Jay could Anus. say. Yeah, shout out Jay Anus. Great guy. We had a little bit of an artistic falling out. These things happen Ooh. between artists. <laughs> we we have been there. When I hired that man to do a portrait of you. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He said it was too weird. Anyway, well, what happened, Ted? Well, I am illustriously put in a hole bunk room by myself. I thought you were going to say just a hole. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there are no windows. Right. Well, shout out my situation. That makes two of just the two of us not looking out at the sky. Just Just the the two two of of us. us. Rat and I. Maybe I'll die in here. That's great, Ted. How uh, how do you like your new room? Have you tedified it yet? I have. I've um I've put some illustrious drawings on the wall, just a few little things to make uh my uh my ex roommate a little jelly. A number of uh bemused and unenthused simians all over the wall. <laughs> That was part of the problem before. I have finally have peace and quiet from the constant crying and sobbing and I just need my home, but the ape was so sad. You do such a good Janus when he called me the other day and he was just like, this is not a bored ape you buy. Why did you just buy a picture of a monkey? And I said, Janus, I don't know what to tell you. Does the ape look bored or not? It's in a cage. Janus, how's that feel? I spent $1,000 on it, so please pay me back, Janus. Yeah. Really fun question about your cool new living situation. Can you leave? Does the door have a lock on it? Oh, yeah, between certain hours, but I'm I'm good. I can come and go as I want these days. Uh, I've I've earned some. Really, yeah, I've, I've done a few favors around the place. You know, I'm I'm kind of getting into the vibe here. I'm, if you will, a bit of a community leader. Really, I mean, I have always said that about you that you are a uh, fisher of men. I got to a point last week. Janice was crying and slapping me, and my monkey face paint was running down my face, and the hair that I collected to stick to my face was sort of dripping too. And I just thought, you know, Ted Steiner illustrious co-host you can fight this or you can embrace it and i chose the path of love my friend and ever since then i've been deeply involved in the community i have been eating all my chili wow i've been doing all the workshops wait 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 wait! all the all the workshops even the write your son workshops i did that one too they didn't say write your son a nice letter workshop. That's not what it's called, my friend. Here's the common misconception. It's just write your son. Shout out people who say, I thought that was implicit. It was not. That's right. Um, That goes for a lot of things in my life. You should have been more explicit. And if you were, I didn't hear you. So Ted, that's interesting. That actually goes a long way towards explaining something I was going to ask you about later in the show. Emmett's new song. Yeah. I Don't Forgive You Either. Yeah, it's, I guess, a little uh, a response track, um, yeah. and uh, right. I think it's great, you know? I think he's really getting a lot of his energy out here. I think that it's got a wonderful indie tone. You know, I love where he's going with it, and um, you're welcome, Emmett, for me giving you the inspiration, you know? I've been getting more musical. Well, I think that's very big of you, Ted, and you, you have been getting more musical on your end. In fact... <laughs> funny little reversal of fortunes here i uh, don't have a, a my guitar anymore because i'm in the ceiling but you have a guitar that they've pescollins and i have given you one they have they've given me a tiny i guess you could call it an ukulele oh for mahalo. good behavior i have been allowed to accompany them on tuesday night sing-along <gasps> that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> if we had been in vegas and they had said you know what are you going to bet on recovery or um, the other one, I, as your friend, would have bet on against recovery. Yeah, 
ditch. And I would have seen you there. It wouldn't nothing personal. I mean, I bet against myself every single day. But this is huge, Ted. I mean, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Um, what's your favorite workshop? Well, there's a few. I love trust falls. It's fun when you're the faller, not when you're the tr- truster. No, exactly. It, I've dropped a few people. Well, the lesson isn't that you can trust everyone. It's that you should be careful who you trust. That's right. What other uh, workshops have you been enjoying? Uh, Path of the Warrior, um, Primal Scream mm. workshop. We've been doing rope, rope rope skills for dads who can throw the rock the furthest. And there's a lot of wikis here. So I'm, I'm doing pretty well, actually. Ted, I get to play our first achievement sound effect of the show. I had these lined up for every time we think of something that is an achievement. And I guess an achievement for you, Ted, is uh, that you are apparently doing better than ever in your uh, breakaway rock and roll prison camp. I think I'm going to attain a new Zendaya level if I just stick with the program and get through this week's teachings without making a noise, then they give me the pin. And then once I have the pin, I can walk through the gauntlet. I can do the sweat lodge and then I'll have level two. So that's what I'm working at at the moment. Well, just be careful when you go into that lodge. You know, if you're not, if you don't have perfect courage, it will destroy you, as I've heard. Shout out Grady. Well, I just want to say, um, Pascal and Zendaya, they're doing something wonderful. Zendaya, also congrats on the new wax figure and Madam Tussles. If they're accepting applications for another dad, I can um, I can pretend to need to be rehabilitated if they want to just bring me there and I could live in, in your room. All they have to do is come get me out of the ceiling, yeah, <laughs> which shouldn't be hard. Yeah, speaking of which, how is Rat? Oh, Rat's great. Uh, Rat's very nice. Brought me a little piece of cheese for the celebration oh, today. Bless his little heart. <laughs> Well, and it was it was insulation. Oh right, okay, yeah. Well, that stuff but, has some crunch to it. Well, we talked we've talked about this with Peter P and the Lost Boys and Hork. Sometimes it's as nice to imagine something as a piece of cheese as it is to have real cheese. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to close your eyes, chant Rufio. And just chow down on some insulation. And that's been my life. And it's been going great. You know, I'm not going to lie. There are trade-offs. You know, some things are different. I wish I had my guitar because I have like a million song ideas. I bet you're seeing a side of life that you don't often see. Pictures from life's other side. Yeah, the top. There's so many songs that I get now, like that one, that Hank Williams one. Because the whole song is like, here's a POS with a ring. Here's a gambler. Here's a D, a drunk. I was always like, how is he seeing all these people? Is it a crystal ball? He's in the ceiling. I think a lot of people in rock and roll history spent more times in ceilings than we realize. The song Hotel California is being sung from the perspective of someone ceiling. in the ceiling. You can check in anytime you want, but you can never leave because you're, you're in, in the, the ceiling. ceiling. I mean, won't get fooled again. Yeah. You told me this was cheese. It's clearly insulation. I'm not going to get fooled again. Stairway to heaven. Stairway to heaven. Literally. 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 make no sense. And then I'm lying. I'm lying up here the other day and I'm, I'm just like, can't sleep just because of all, there's so many rats. Yeah. And I'm just thinking there's a lady who knows all that glitters is gold and she's buying a stairway to heaven. I look around. I'm like gold pipes in the ceiling. And there's some ladies through the vents, right? Uh, a gentleman never tells. But mostly, it's mostly been, it's been a lot of men. I think that this hotel is maybe like a, a place where some men like to meet. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's just been, there's so many things going through my mind. It's kind of like when your body can't move because you're in the ceiling. The mind really goes wild. Yeah. I'm sure you experienced this a bit on the, on the, on the camp. Mm-hmm. And actually, Ted, speaking of, one of the great ideas I've had, um, and I was going to save this later for the uh, new ideas for the new year mm-hmm. corner, but I, um, this is one that came to me the other day because I was thinking about like 
sometimes it just feels like Hollywood is out of ideas. <laughs> and I had an idea the other day for a book. Um, it's called Harry Potter 8. I like it. Basically, you know how they leave on the train at the end of Harry Potter 7? Mm-hmm. Train turns around. I'm seeing it, and the train starts going backwards, and they're all like, Oh, Harry, I wanted to go home. Hagrid, what's going on? Can Why are we believe? back at, at Hogdad's? And, and Hagrid says, Didn't you hear? There's another year of school for you lot. But we're 43, Hagrid. Voldemort's back too. And they found another sorcerer's stone in the bigger chamber of secrets. And Sirius Black's twin brother escaped, who is really evil. And they're having the Goblet of Fire competition again. Looks like your new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is coming through the carriage with an even bigger turban. I wonder what's underneath that turban some days. Harry, did you hear? There's seven more Horcruxes. I mean, you're right. Look, yeah, it seems like they make a lot of reboots, but do they make enough? And do they make the right reboots? And do they reboot the right franchises at the right points within the narrative? No, No, absolutely not. And here's something I I think I want to make perfectly clear. I don't like reboots unless they they take the bold artistic decision to reimagine the characters as if they were babies and it's all set in a nursery. I mean, I could imagine this. You know, you get to the end of The Matrix and right at the yeah. end when he jacks off into the sky and it's like, quiet like yeah. a dad. Ding, 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 ding. Hoover was a daddy yep. remover. It's like cut to computer screen. It says, goo goo gaga, wake up, baby neon. The whole thing's been a dream in a baby's head. And there's a rattle and it just hits the screen and you, and then a bit of drool comes down. You turn around. It's Keanu Reeves's face CGI'd onto a baby, except with the John Wick sort of hair. Shout out Lucian. And I just want to quickly interject and say, we get a lot of questions from people while rat saying, uh, tell me a little bit more about these people in your lives, Grady, Lucian, Darby, etc." I can't tell you too much. They're dads. Uh, words don't really do them any sort of justice. But if you want to know what Lucian looks like, do yourself a favor and, and look up the cover to the recently released David Bowie toy album and uh I don't know how they got a picture of Lucian but holy moly yeah. they never really show it to you in Rosemary's B but um yes and I just can't help but think who do you never get to the daddy the daddy where's the, the daddy. daddy in Rosemary's B you never get B. to see the dad that's the issue who, who's the dad I mean I get that he's probably zoning out somewhere where plot hole alert the, that hashtag Where's the daddy, Rosemary's B? I hate to be unfocused, but we can allow ourselves to indulge a little bit on our anniversary. That is just one of a million plot holes that drives me crazy in movies. I mean, this is a bit of a movie corner, really, isn't it? I mean, we did step out on the red carpet, so we can (laughs) throw a bit of shade at Tinseltown, you know? (laughs) Hollywood glitz and glamour is here. I mean, and look, I love Hollywood. In many ways, it's much nicer than real life, but... Plot holes like who's the daddy and Rosemary's baby just drive me nuts. Here's here's another one I don't get. What is Rosebud in Citizen Krang? I don't know. And why is it written on the sled? Yeah, and I think if I made that movie today, instead of stabbing the mummy in the shower, they get married. Here's another one that drives me crazy, and I do hate to criticize this franchise. Who are Mary and Pippin? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Are they mummy and daddy to each other? Are they sons? It took me a long time to realize that they were different from Frodo and Sam. Right, well, I thought it was just sort of like multiple actors playing the one entity sort of a thing, like a theatrical choice. Maybe you'd see it in a, you'd see it in an Espier sort of play, you know? You're right, yeah, yeah, like a mix-up, like pretend to be a mommy, pretend to be a daddy, we get married, you know? 
So yeah, two years. Holy wow, cow! Sorry, sorry. folks. Sorry, little folks. little uh, movie little corner there. But two years of illustrious work, an illustrious output, and illustrious tep coverage. And you know, we have a lot to talk about today to celebrate ourselves. But of course, there is going to be a little bit of tep news too. And Ted, maybe I could just give us a little uh, quick dose of tep, just so that people can't come at us and say, "Oh, you didn't talk any tep on your yeah, two-year anniversary." I don't want to hear that comment. I don't want to hear that complaint. This is a technology show, and we have been giving you the tap news information and gossip so yep. long and hard and strong for two years. And all I get, all I get is, I didn't, you didn't talk about technology today. That's what I hear in my head, sure. um, among yeah, many among other, other things. things. You're absolutely right. I don't want to be hearing anything from our fans unless it is great show, we loved it, or... I'm from the fire department, and we're here mm-hmm. to get you out of that ceiling. Let's talk a little bit of Tep, Ted. I want to talk, of course, about Elon, and I want to talk about a little news item recently, the sort of s- spurious slander claiming that Tesla cars are driving through stop signs and just generally behaving like a menace on the roads. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're not, and if they are, then fine. That's such a good way to put it. They're not, but if they are, it's fine. And good. And good. Here's why. It's a Tesla. We should be giving way to them. I give way to Teslas. If they're driving, road rules change around me. I pull over. I get out of the way. I move subtly and with a lot of reverence to the side of the street. And I let them pass while flashing my lights and honking my horns in a respectful manner. I get out and lie down. Yeah. People always say, well, what's everyone lying on the ground for in the Radiohead video for just Mm -hmm. a Tesla drove by? That's right. Ted, the reason I wanted to share this bit of news, the the whole thing about the cars driving and the sidewalks or hitting people or anything, I I don't know about that and I don't care. Here's what I do know. And here's what got my daddy brain racing. Apparently, when you put your Tesla in self-driving mode, which is to say autopilot, you can choose what kind of mode you want it to be in. And listen to this. There are three modes you can choose. Chill, average, or assertive. Ooh, mamma mia. Can we just cut to the chase? Let's call it Darby, Tim slash Ted, and then obviously Stefan. Yeah. Stefan mode is like not stopping at stop signs and just pushing around and getting, getting in between gaps that you shouldn't be able to get into and then getting on top of things that you shouldn't be able to get on top of and then, you know, engaging your core in a way that doesn't make sense that you could maintain that position for like 25 minutes. Going all night. Relentlessly driving all night and also just being out of, you know, going both ways, like reverse forward and looking good while you do it, like really bringing up like, like I'm like, maybe I should drive backwards because that looks so good. I think chill mode for the Tesla, Darby mode, it would go slow, it would whine, like the car would emit yeah. a low whine, and, uh, you know, stop too, too close. close to other cars. Yep. It would tailgate. It would be like just built-in tailgating. And then it would just get needlessly aggressive at certain points. Yeah, sometimes it would just go incredibly fast towards walls. Now that I think about it, I might be thinking about old Darb. That's true. Oh, you know what? Dennis mode. Dennis, Dennis mode. mode. Total That's pushover. Just letting the everyone in. Everyone. Like, I went you're driving down the to the river to pray. Then there's average mode. That would be Tim and Ted mode. I think that would just be like perfect for what it is. Not aiming above its station, yeah. but like getting the job done. And maybe the families don't ride in it when that mode is activated. Right. I want to just even throw in a bit of an Imagineer work here. This is free for you, Elon. I, I don't expect any money from this return, maybe just an email. But our Venmo is two married friends at Venmo.com. Thank you. And I want to suggest a fourth mode, Gareth mode. 
Ooh, pure chaos. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Pure chaos. Gareth mode would just drive directly into the nearest harbor. Aqua mode. Aqua mode. Shout out. Finding Nemo. Yeah, I mean, look, if I were Nemo, I would I would pray that Gareth never finds Gareth. me. Yep. Yeah, if you're if you're Nemo, there's a man coming for you. He looks like a lazy lion NFT. He does, actually. I should he, introduce right? him to, to Jay Anus. Speaking of Jay Anus, he needs to leave my family alone. They don't oh. have any money. I spent it all. It's coming down on you now, is he? Well, I, he got mad about the ape thing that I didn't get him a certified ape. I got him the wrong. I look, I got him the wrong ape. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm a lot of things. I'm a tech expert level two. I'm a great dad. Mm. Um, I'm mm. not a bored ape expert. And Janus, there's a reason that you are in dad prison, and I'm in the ceiling, my friend, is I know how to control myself. I'm hearing what you're saying, Tim. As one of his spiritual older brothers, I have a little word to him and. I'll get back to you once we've had a heart-to-heart, a bit of a man-to-man. Oh, great. Is it the kind of thing at the dad camp where it's like after hours they open the locks and then let the dads kind of do what they want and turn a blind eye? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Shout out uh, Riot and Cell Block Dad. Yeah. Actually, Ted, I had a question for you um, because it seems like you've actually been getting access to your phone a lot more than you were. Oh, well... I don't know. Occasionally, you know, if someone's around the place and I see things and hear things particularly in the different bunks that, you know, uh, that Pascal and Zydeja can't because they are the leaders, you know, and I'm just the, like, ukulele accompanist at this point. But uh, I see and hear things that that kind of grant me access. Oh, nice. You got another dad pin to add to your roster, informant dad. Yeah. And snitches get uh, phone privileges. And you're not a snitch. Well, physically, you do look like a little bit like a Dr. Seuss snitch. But you have no stars, or whichever is the good one. You have the stars or you don't. I can't remember now. That machine was cool that he used, speaking of Tep. Anyway, that's amazing, Ted. Can we do a little uh, snitch corner, a little informant corner? Like... What's some of the hottest gossip coming out of the Father's Rock and Roll prison camp? It's pretty wild, you know. Obviously, we've got Jay Anus. He is trying to get anyone and everyone around him to help him get in on an NFT. Guilty! Joshua has been scratching uh, SU wall imagery onto his walls. Mandy, she's not allowed to play solitaire, but I know that she got a bunch of toilet paper and wrote cards on it. Oh! Wayne can't stop watching 90 Day Fiance the other way, and he keeps talking about his, his, like, in quotes, wife, but she's not real. Embarrassing! Imagine if Siri found out that you had a pretend wife. Yeah. You know, Ted, it's funny. People say the internet is the information superhighway, but the real information superhighway is you in this little father's fun father prison retreat camp rock and roll. You know, we've been talking about me a lot, you know, like this camp, whatever, you know, I'm a bit above it. I'm learning to fit in. I'm learning the ropes. I know what's going on. But Tim, my friend, in a lot of ways, you, my friend, are on the information superhighway. I can crawl around and sort of like drag my stomach um to the different rooms you can see everything yeah every room is like a different app and a different website it's like if if all the websites were terrible and you couldn't stop looking at or hearing them crawl to one vent and you're in facebook.room.com 
Brad and Tegan have a fight. Yep. You can crawl across and you'll, just like on the internet, have to see something very salacious and, and untoward before downloading a bit of fresh air from vent number two. You've got Crispin. Ooh, is he going to go home? Is he going to give in and live with his parents? Oh, they picked him up. Okay, Crispin's gone. Bye, Crispin. Uh, You know, and then, oh, here comes Gary. What's Gary's deal? Well, Gary just sits at the desk and looks out the blinds all day. So I'm like, all right, maybe he's a executive for Apple or maybe he works on the Falcon 9. And then at night he does other things. And I think, well, maybe not. And then you've got uh, Ronaldo and Clara and they know that you're listening and you can tell they get O on it and they do stuff knowing that you're there. Um. It sounds like a wonderland. It sounds so cool. It's it's at times it's like torture. And it's great. And it's time to get down to the celebration at last. Okay, enough about us. <laughs> yeah, it is time. Uh, it's time the curtains pulled back and we put on our big show. So let's do it. Yeah, Ted, um, I just want to say uh, mentally I'm holding your hand. I mean, I'm holding rat. I'm holding rat. And I'm holding rat in my mind. I'm there with you as we cross this threshold like like that beautiful scene in marathon man we are running across the finish line and everyone's clapping and cheering whoa they did it mayor the marathon man we did it and like the beautiful scene in the lawnmower man we're turning into a swarm of cgi bees couldn't have said it better myself i guess first of all i want to say ted wow two years what a ride it's been what a ride it has been and i think it's important that we start on a somber tone before we get to the celebration yes we've lost a lot of dads yeah in the last two years there's a lot of people that were once our friends and are no longer our friends or that we were once married to and now they're Sandwiched between two hunky men or, you know, they're dating their cousin. Or fake brother, fake yeah. Fake cousin or fake, fake brother uncle. or whatever it is. Um, uh, who can keep who up? Can keep yeah, up. But there's, no, a, there's also a lot of people that we've mentioned in the past that, for whatever reason, just never came back. Yeah. You know, I think it's time we honor them at the two-year point. That's lovely. I'll, I'll drop some beautiful music underneath this. Really beautiful sort of funer- funereal music. Yeah. I want to start off. I would like to remember my neighbor, Todd. Oh. Todd. Shout out. Todd, what can I say? You were always building that stupid deck. And now I'm nowhere near the deck anymore. I don't even think about you anymore. Yeah, for all we know, Sarah and the boys go over there and have my ties, and then maybe Todd gets in on it. I don't know. Yeah, he's, well, he's got some good digital cameras, so I don't know. Rip Todd. Uh, I got one, Ted. I got one mm-hmm. for you. Also named Todd. Uh, Apple support Todd. Yeah. Another Todd. What are the odds we knew two guys named Todd? Well, that's life, folks. I'm in the ceiling. What are the odds? Random chance buggles the mind. It almost seems like there's some creator. Shout out the Buddha tree. Yeah, Todd at Apple. Uh, he was a POS to us. And uh, every time I call, I don't get him anymore. So I don't know where he went. Yeah, okay. There's some more that we've lost along the way in the two yep, years. Yep. There's, of course, Drag Race and... Uh, chain and dragon yeah from the men's support group shout out to all of them i hated meeting you big news on their front they have all been arrested in the january 6th coup attempt nice and drag race i'm still using your hulu subscription so do whatever happens to you just kind of keep that active if you don't mind um i've got one ted and this one's a little bit maybe gonna be a little hard yeah i don't want to be cold here i don't want to say that 
she's been lost, but, uh... I know what you're going to say. Tisha. Tisha, as you sail into the sun, I will remember the fun that I had with you on the phone, how you made me feel not so alone. You sold me my Lord of the Rings mic and gave me a spark in my life. I hope that you are very well and that we could get together. If you can't tell, I have a mini crush on you. <laughs> Would you please let me know? Could I call you on the phone? Because, again, I am all alone. I love you, Tisha. Yeah, and also the mic- the Lord of the Rings microphone broke. Yeah, it did, it did break, and I want to get a return on it. Um, but I hope you're, hope you're well wherever you are, Tisha. Um... That's all I want to say about Tisha. Don't tell Siri things. Okay, next. And I have a message for Tisha, too, if you're listening, Tisha. Does Sky Mall... I know that you can get little um, fountains for your garden that are like little baby cherub angels making water come out of their pee. And um, I'm wondering if you make them or if you do custom orders of it. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is could I have a, a dad one, please? If they are available, send it to uh, Ceiling Care of Delaware. Uh, and shout out, Tisha, Ted, that was big. And hey, I don't believe in ends. I believe in reboots. Shout out Harry Potter 8. The train turns around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a similarly emotional note, very early on, very, very early on, I referred to one of Corey's friends who uh, I, they used to like to go to the arcade together and play play video games. And um, most notably, he called me a and um, I guess I just want to say to to mm. him, to that kid, uh, I hate you still. And to his parents. You know, we hope he gets out soon. Yeah, kids these days. Ha, what you going to do? So rest in pieces to those we've lost, who have fallen out of our lives, who we forgot about, who we got mixed up with other people, whose names were exactly the same as other people, and who served no purpose in our lives. Yeah. Good riddance and goodbye, except for Tisha, you'll get her. Back for the first time. Yes. Uh, shout out Ludacris. And with that, I would like to transition into those we haven't lost, but maybe should have. Yeah. You know, I remember two years ago when we launched this show, Grady, Darby, Thomas, all of them said, you guys are going to start a podcast, but you don't know anything. We proved them wrong. Well, and apparently we made our point a little too well because, Ted, uh, a little bit of breaking news on the home front. There has been a epidemic, shout out, coronavirus, of uh, podcasts springing up amongst our dearly beloved friends. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Elephant E in the R. Mm -hmm. Shout out, Stefan. What, Darby, Grady, Thomas, you didn't think we'd find out? You turn your back for one moment on the steps of Rome <laughs> and out come the daggers. We know this from Tep. What would happen if every person who was inspired by Steve went on to make computers? It would be way too much competition. Too many computers. Way too, too many, many computers. computers. How would you know which one to buy? You wouldn't no, know. The point It'd is be people, a mess. People come along. Yes. They do it right. And then you just say, take my money. I'll Raise the it. prices. It's fine. Yeah. Give it to me. Look, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Uh, Darby, I know about your grief podcast. Yeah, nice try, Dob. I got to admit, when you talked about it so much, I was like, "There's this is not happening. It's Darby. It's never going to get together. He's never going to make it work. It's never 
never going to happen. You can't just stand too close your way into a podcast. But um, talking, of course, about Different Shade of Blue, his podcast. I don't understand what it means. Mm. What are you talking about? You're not blue, series blue. Uh-huh. And uh, I listened to the first episode. I thought it was yeah, me too. embarrassing. It was. And I I don't want to know that stuff. Absolutely. And are we really, Dob, are you really going to call that a grief podcast? I would like yeah. to relabel Why? it a grievance podcast. Sorry, Darby, you think you know about grief just because you're MD'd? Yeah. Shout out Mrs. Mamie Sullivan. And I guess maybe other people in your family too. I Rip. don't know. I couldn't follow yeah. it. Rip them all. Okay, Dob, you got a grief podcast. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Let me tell me all about it. Oh, yeah. It. You've grieved the time you didn't have together. Oh, you grieved yeah. the well, choices the miss, you made. The missed opportunities. Oh, the unknown futures. <laughs> hey, Darby, you want to talk grief? I dropped my charging cable. Into the, down in the, it fell into the um, vent. It's in the bath. It fell into one of the rooms. Yeah. And you don't see me crying about it. I cried earlier. You want to live in a pre? How about that for yeah, G? that's short for Prius. You want to be pushed down a hill by two naked men into a trash pond and then sleep and live in the trash pond and try to do stunts to impress Sarah and it not work while Bronson is a fine film you. And Emmett makes music about... Stuff you and records your voice and makes a whole bunch of hit songs out of samples of your voice while you're living in a trash pond yeah you want pitchfork to give a 7.8 to emmett's latest song about a dad who is pressed against the window yeah window dad what does he see what does he feel i bet it's not real i bet it's not real when I close my eyes and I go to sleep, I go to that place that's so far down deep, I pretend it's not real and he's not my dad. He's not my dad. He's not my dad. Ted's not grieving that. Yeah, go on a silent retreat and watch Stefan's rock hard, solid slide Bronson and then multiple times while you cry against the window and then you go to the other window to get a different view and it's worse because you see right up it's like a winking eye of Sauron. Yeah, Darby. Ted has lost more than you will ever know. He's lost his wife. He's lost uh, countless hours thinking about it. He's lost countless hours trying to look in the window and not seeing anything. You don't see him making a grief podcast. I'm chill. I bottled it up like a respectable dad. Yeah, so Darby, the grief podcast. One, it's gross. Two, it's unoriginal. Three, you don't deserve to be grieving. And five... Um, I just want to say I do not agree with pnpr.com that it is both moving and occasionally hilariously funny. There's nothing funny about Darby as a person except for the fact that he looks funny, looks mm. like a mommy. You want funny? You want a funny podcast? We can make a funny we podcast. Can be funny. Oh, Ted, we funny can be funny. Second. You're funny. Hey, Ted, who's on first? Who's on first? Uh, the, the TV I was on, and then it, oh, I know what you're doing. Uh, the who's baseball on first? Man. Ted, who's ready? on first? Ready? Here it goes. Yes, okay. yes, yes, uh -huh. yes, yes, yes. Who's on Start who's again. On first? Start again from now. Three, two, who's one, on, now. I, I, starting now. Who's the on first? The baseball man. Yes. He, he's on. Uh, so that, yeah. His name is, his name is, I'm on first. Yeah, um, his, well, no, his name is who's on first. His name is who's on first. Cut that bit out. Hey, Sarge, I got to put a baseball team together. What happened to all these people? They all died. They're from Mrs. Doubtfire. But I'm putting a baseball team together. Oh, you're lucky you um, come to the right the place. I got the biggest ragtag of scallywags sitting by the bench ready to wag a ball around a diamond. You've come to the right place, my friend. Fantastic.
fantastic. Can the name of the first man on first base be who's His on first? His name is who's on first base. And this is my friend. <laughs> What's his name? This one next to him, his name is, um, that's uh, t- Tony. Oh, yeah. and those, those two names, this is a crazy team. Yeah, okay. Uh, first up to bat is who's on first base. Hey, wait a minute. I thought he was on first. <laughs> you know, he's who's he's on, on the first base. Bat? He's on the first who's base. He hasn't batted <laughs> yet. He hasn't batted yet. <laughs> But he will be when the team yeah, switch. But his uh that's his name. Yeah. It's who's on first base is his yeah, name. Yeah, no, I know. I understand. Yeah, that's, I, I get that. But do you like that's the joke? Yeah, I know. I don't so, know. You just if not, you want comedy, I mean, I, you I'm come to here. I know I'm feeling it from you. I, I get it. No, you I do get, get it, it right? I get the joke. I his name is who's on first base. Oh, it's a base. I get yeah, it now. Yeah. Second. So yeah. if you want comedy, you come to Tep Talk. We don't just talk Tep. We also have a good We're time. Absolutely. Yeah. So Darby it. Yeah. And thanks, Darby, for being a good supporter and a loyal friend. We love you. Still our only patron. The other podcast, obviously, I want to talk about uh, of our friends, Ted, is, of course, uh, Grady's parenting podcast. Yeah, shout out Fathomless Dad at the end of time. Yes. I like that one more. Generally, I'm not into parenting podcasts just because I'm a parent. I already know everything, but he, he brings does. a fresh perspective. The thing I really appreciate about Grady's style as a podcasting host, I never thought I'd say this, is that he really does tackle a lot of hard truths, you know? Oh, and everyone always says like, oh, their first steps, and they say goo goo gaga. Nobody ever talks about what happens when they apparate. No one talks about how taxing and demanding it is to feed them both spiritually and corporeally and all that blood i mean the sacrifices you make or you make other people make or the people you sacrifice to your son i i liked his episode on um the correct order in which to open the gateways yeah i thought that was pretty interesting although i couldn't really visualize the sigils without the pdf that he said we could download but again you know it was oh you didn't download that did you um and Thomas's podcast. Yeah, Thomas's podcast. Yeah, there's not much to say about it, really. I mean, he just recaps Josh Rogan episodes. Yeah, the, the Thomas experience of the Josh Rogan experience. Yeah. It's it's twice, it's twice as, as long because he pauses it to talk about what he just he said. Had, and then he talks over parts of it and then he has yeah. to go back. Uh, it's got, what, 100,000 listeners? Yeah. And then, of course, there is, ooh, the other elephant in the room. Although, should I say the doggy in the room? There's Memoirs of a geek by our good friend, Randy Ramirez. Oh, Randy Ramirez. Perfect co-host of the biggest woofy doggy party of the old podcasting podcast app. Oh, how I love you, little Randy doggy poochie. Gonna squeak you behind in, behind the ears. Oh, I can see you behind. I can see you behind. Oh, but then you tripped over we had to put you down at the vet very sad very sad <laughs> yeah uh yeah shout, shout out randy. to randy on winning that peabody good job and you know ted i want to take a minute to say you know it's easy for people to say you guys have been so so fair to randy and he's been yeah. so cruel to you and i guess i just want to take an opportunity to say randy two years in <sighs> let's just let bygones be bygones can we do that yeah man get over it can we just can we just start? Can we just get over it. Over? Can we just start afresh, Randy? Start Come over? on, man. Randy, there's a dad in the ceiling, and he'd love to um just live in your ceiling. Well, exactly. Yeah, live in your ceiling for you, Governor. Hello, Randy. Hello, oh, Randy. Would you like a pack of two spicy dads to live in your ceiling? Spy on you. 
Offer you little tips as you get dressed and look after Mrs. Ramirez when you're gone. Promise we'll keep our eyes closed oh. between the hours of 10 p.m. and Pope's 6 promise. Eh? Pope's eh? promise. Eh? What are these boxes up here, Randy? Oh, looks like baby pigs. Mind if I take a little sharpie and draw all over them? Awful rotten piece of weather we got coming down this weekend, Randy. I can tell up here in the ceiling. We get it first up here, don't we? Hey, hey, we get it first. Yep. Leaky ceiling's what I'm talking about. Leaky roof. Very wet. I don't know. I think Randy's roof would probably be pretty, pretty flawless. Oh, to I, be honest. it's a. I've spent a lot of time on it. Not even a creak. Not even a shingle out of place. Tell Randy, right. all this is to say we forgive you and we will live in your ceiling, if you needed that. Yeah. So that. So that's the latest with the parking lot gang. Um. Uh, let's see what. Oh well. Here, speaking of changes in the last two years, uh, two years ago, Doctor Schroeder was just some local therapist who Grace thought would be good to uh, maybe help me uh, get my mm-hmm. H on straight, and uh, now he has uh, lost his license to practice medicine. Yeah, it must have been consumed in Josh's A. Uh, well, speaking of Josh, two years ago, Josh was just my cousin who was uh, excited to go on that uh, kayaking trip with Becky and about to do his uh, third run at the bar exam. And now I don't know where he is. Yeah, he's more A than man now. Relationship's all over. It's all over, but his yeah, A got a lot totally. bigger. And speaking of how far, what's all that's happened in the last two years, I mean, two years ago, as far as I know, Eggman didn't even exist. Yeah. And now he's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big shout out to Eggman. Thank you for putting a little pep in my step. And by pep, I mean fear, because it keeps me alive. You know, two years ago, a uh, little PP shooter was just some random SoundCloud rapper, and now he uh, is a Christian rapper. And I guess he's going to be on an episode of Veggie Tales. Cool. Yeah, I guess they're still doing those. They've had to dig pretty deep, I think, to get into like the stories they haven't done yet. Like they can't just do me, dad, she back, and a dad bego a million times. Yeah, they gotta they gotta branch into some more obscure like they're getting into the Gnostic gospels. Yeah, Dead Sea Scrolls. They did one recently where the, the yellow veggie came into town and all the little grapes called him bald head and then the, he called in some bears and the bears killed them all. Mm, yeah, and they sang a song. It was great. That was the PP Shooter episode. He did a rap. Better to die by some bears than to live your life on a wear of the godless and have mm-hmm, yeah. something like that. Oh gosh, Ted! Two years ago, no one even knew the coronavirus was a thing, and now two years later, it's over. Yeah, it's done. And people are still dying, but you know what? Just because something's happening doesn't mean it's real. And just because something's real doesn't mean that it's happening. Shout out us. Uh, Ted, we're, oh gosh, we're almost out of time. You might have to do some extra informing to get a little more time yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, I do have a few messages here. It's time to go into our fan land. Support and tributes to the show. Before we go out, let's hear your voice to us. Okay, I have one here from, uh, oh, from Auntie Maeveen. She has been with us from almost the very beginning. And thank you, Aunt Maeveen, for everything you've done. I love you very much. And I can't wait to see you on the other side. You've been such a great support in my life. And... um very grateful for everything you do and say thank you very much Aunt Maeveen. Okay Aunt Maeveen sent me an email and it says Dear Tim, leave my nephew alone or else you mean nothing to me. Don't call me aunt or auntie. You've ruined this family and good luck on your two-year anniversary show. I added that last part, but thank you, Aunt Maeveen. Thank you, Aunt Maeveen. You know, like, 
there are a lot of opinions out there in the world. So we're just going to have to live with that there. Put that there. Put that there. Yeah. That right there you. in that corner. And, and, and thank, thank you. you for your support of the show. Uh, Ted, you have uh, any letters there? Here's one. It's from longtime uh, fan and contributor to, I guess, the behind the scenes of the show, Gareth. Oh, hey, G. Della <laughs> Fontaine. You know, at the two-year mark, it's good to recognize some of our contributors or even instigators, as we, as we would say. People sort of say, you know, that with chronic illness, you start to think of it as a friend. Yes, totally. Shut up, Garrett. Yeah, so uh, let's just see what have we got here. I'm going to read it in his voice because it's... Yeah, of course, you have to. You have to. Ted, my beautiful baby boy. Hmm. I have been thinking of you recently, and I decided that your recent correspondence re- Becoming a teacher and professor at any form of retreat center I could find in the two-kilometer radius sounds like a very good idea. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I, however, will need a bit of a tit-for-tat, my good man. As in the universe, all forces have an opposing and equal force. So, too, does any good deed rendered unto you, even though you are incredibly sexy. Get to the point, Gareth. Therefore, I'm going to require that you promise to come on safari with Chris Pepper and I. And by safari, I mean a jaunty ferry ride across the harbour where we shall feed the seagulls. That's not all. Partake in fish and chips and then casually wander up to the door of the aquarium. At which point... There it is. We will don separate disguises and enter at different points. You from 7th Street. Chris and I following five minutes with a five minute gap from Main Street. Then we will rendezvous at the paddle pool. I could keep going here, uh, but it basically no, just goes I, I into know. a really and long... And at that point, a call will come in and all the staff will have to go to the oyster tank. Yeah, because there's a lot of diagrams here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but thank you, Gareth, for writing. And I'm just going to add this you. on the end. I think this is what he meant to say in his PS, but didn't. He's like... And also, well done, boys, on a big two Uh, years of podcasting. I'm such a grateful friend of yours, and I expect nothing in return. Thank you, Gareth. And Tim, I think you're SE too. Gareth, Gareth. don't. Okay, come on, I'm married, or I will be again. Uh, I got another message here. This one's from Dr. Schroeder. Uh, Hey, Doc. Dr. Schroeder, good to know that he's uh, doing okay. Uh, Dr. Schroeder says, what if I told you that the power of the papaya... Okay, that's juice. Uh, Yeah, I I think I got the same one, actually. Is it the one where he says, ancient Mayan spiritual health gurus use papaya in their sacred rituals, and you can too? Yeah, 100,000 years ago, we only ate papayas. Yeah. Now with the added power-boosting benefit of beef... You too can maximize yeah, and yeah, double yeah, yeah. your potency <sighs> with this ancient cacao and papaya remedy with the power of beef fueling its its rear end into a bucking good time for you and all of your loved ones. I read that as lovers, but you read it as loved ones. Sincerely, Dr. Schroeder. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> shout out Grace for all the time she says, how did I ever marry you? How did I ever marry you? If I were you, I'd feel pretty silly for hiring Dr. Schroeder to be my doctor. Also, Tim, a big two years. A lot has happened. A lot has changed. We don't have much more time here in the show, but I just want to say, and and I need you to play some very sweet music under this. Can you can you do the DJ Tiesto, Sarah McLaughlin, finding it hard to believe we're in heaven? 
MIDI file, yep. Tim, of all the friends that I've ever had, I've never had a friend quite like you. Married. In a roof. Mm, ceiling. So far from me in Delaware, yet always in my heart and married to me. Yours truly, Tep Ted Steiner. Thank you for two years of the podcast. Uh, well, <laughs> Elf in the room. We're talking about everyone, but uh, we haven't uh, talked about the most important. Yeah, we haven't talked about Steve. That's you. Oh, me. Oh, gosh, Ted, I feel bad. I didn't write anything. Just kidding. I did. Obviously, I did. Well, Ted, I um, you inspire me. I guess that's what I want to say, first of all. And as such, I wanted to... Poetry is not my medium. Yeah. I'm more of a songwriter and also a tep expert. But I wanted to sort of honor you by embracing the medium that you're so good at, which is poetry. And I, I, mm-hmm. I wrote a little thing for you on the two-year anniversary. <clears throat> when they say, you are dead, mm-hmm. my first thought will be, where is Ted? And does he get selected by the same God as me as they fight over who will be their new Beanie Baby. I hope that whoever it may be, Steve or Craig or even G, God, but for rhyming purposes, says Beanie Tim and Beanie Ted must be mine. I'll put them in a bed that I have made for the Beanie Baby dads. That way they will never feel bad for though they're dead and their life is E, they'll never be apart for eternity. Sleeping in heaven with Steve and me. Me being G. This is going really well. Rat was sort of encouraging me to try some formally complicated stuff, so forgive me if this gets a little bit dicey. Um, Me being G, G that is God. You can't see Mm -hmm. my face, but I've got a dad bod. Shout out Buddha. Shout out Luda. Chris, being up here with these dads, it's bliss. But back to Tim and Ted. In bed, two beanie baby dads. It's true, they're dead. But love like that can never die. And when I think about it, I want to cry. Sorry, Brad told me. Brad told me to leave the last line in, and I was like, ah, it's so embarrassing. It's like something from Darby's podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, it's, it's a, a joke. joke. Yeah, it's really good. But it, 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 the part of the joke is that I mean it. Uh, look, if we're swapping mediums... Yeah. I stole Pascal's guitar. What? Oh! Tim. Him. When will we fly free to dads in harmony, just wings above the sky? You and I, when will we finally see the blue and black of Elon's back as we explode and fall to the road? The Falcon 10 is at the end And now I know We're just two beanie baby dads In a matchbox held by G 
you and me Two beanie baby GD dads In a matchbox bed in heaven Held by G and Steve and me Um, uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, better than ba- virtually any rock song about being in a ceiling, and I include Cream's I Feel Free. Yeah, and, and Creed's uh, With Dad's Wide Open. Gosh, I can't think of anything better to, I mean, what else can I say? That's yeah. kind of it. Like, uh, MacBook, MacBook uh, look, Pro, iPad, I want, I, iPhone, I know that, mate, but I just got to stop. We've got one more question just from the listeners here. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a controversial oh. subject. I didn't know, Randy, I thought that the door was open when I ran through the class door. No, not that one. It's different. It's... um. It's oh. about our first few episodes where I oh. we we said our names uh, the other way around. Uh, I was right. Tim and you were. Yeah, no, no, of Jordan. course. Um, Here's the thing: around our second episode, we got a bit scared of the general public. I'm not gonna lie; we knew the podcast would be big, and you know they tell you don't use your <sighs> yeah. real names. You think the guy from Radio Lab's name is really Jab? Yeah, it doesn't make, it doesn't any, make any sense. sense. So we just swapped names for an episode or two. Yeah, and the funny part, Ted, is that I can't quite remember. Did we start with the swap or did we swap? At what point did the swap happen? Are you, is what you're saying is where do you begin and I end? Because I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. What's the last thing you see when you go to sleep? What's the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning? It's you, obviously. Same. So the bottom line is what's the difference? There is none. Yeah. Shout out Eternity. Eggman. Well, Ted, that's it for this week's show, and that's it for wow, two that's years. Huge. We'll be back next week. Absolutely. I'm going to be trying to reach that second level. Yeah, and I'm going to be trying to get out of this ceiling. Getting out of the ceiling. Yeah, you do. I got to yeah, get out. You got to get out of there. I got to. I, I don't know what the future looks like. I can't imagine a future outside of the ceiling. That is the beauty of technology and of outside spaces. Shout out, Sky. Woo, Ted! Hey, I just want to say um, if I had to be in a non romantic marriage to my best friend, who I also did the only thing in my life that meant anything was a podcast with him, and it was you, I'm glad it was you. Yes, and likewise, my illustrious best friend, co host, and uh, married husband. I appreciate you to the to the moon and back. Shout out Elon. Shout out Falcon Ten, strapped to the side, science, gotta go. Beanie baby, the end. Woo! Three, two, one. Alright, folks, we'll Steve. see you next week. Yeah. Okay. If we're still alive. Oh, Ted, I just had a thought. What if on third base the person's name was like Bucephalo? <laughs> Or home run. Oh, what if the what if the coach is wears like a, is wearing like a tutu? That's so good. And the other coach is a, is a bored ape. Oh, shout out, Jay. Shout out, Jay. Adams.